Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. We have a wounded police officer who hopefully is on the mend. Some state house news, more jobs in Huntsville, and the discovery of the last American slave ship. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. AL.com's Carol Robinson reports that one of the Auburn police officers who was seriously wounded in the deadly Sunday night shooting is improving as more details were released about the investigation. The officers had been responding to a domestic call in Auburn. According to court documents, they met with a woman who told them that her live-in boyfriend, Grady Wayne Wilkes, had assaulted her and threatened to kill her, and that she had fled their home. The officers went to the home, and the records say Wilkes answered the door in body armor and opened fire with a rifle. As we reported earlier this week, Officer Will Beekner was fatally wounded. Officer Evan Elliott was treated and released. Officer Webb Sistrunk is still hospitalized at Piedmont Columbus Regional Medical Center, but at last report he had been upgraded from the intensive care unit to critical care. Wilkes has been charged with capital murder, three counts of attempted murder, and one count of second-degree domestic abuse. There are a couple of items of note out of the Alabama legislature, and there always is, really. First, the lottery issue is pretty much dead. AL.com's Mike Kaysen reports that the House couldn't get together enough votes to get its bill through that procedural vote, so it's done. Too many lawmakers either didn't like how the revenue was earmarked or were divided over paper only or simply were against the states being in the gambling business. The second, the Alabama House passed another abortion-related bill. This one says that if a child is born alive after an attempted abortion, then the doctor who tried to perform the abortion must try to preserve the child's life and health. Otherwise, the doctor could face criminal penalties. The vote largely fell along party lines. The sponsor, Representative Jenny Shaver, a Republican out of Leesburg, quote, It's to require a physician in an abortion center in the instance where a baby is born alive after an abortion or an attempted abortion to provide reasonable care to try and save the baby's life, end quote. Most Democrats voted against the bill. They argued that the bill isn't necessary in Alabama because late-term abortions are not legal here. Well, you hear about economic ripple effects. Well, a $1.6 billion Mazda Toyota plant in North Alabama will throw a big wake. AL.com's Paul Gaddis reports that there are now three suppliers lined up to open shop in the area. YKTA will produce a number of parts at a $220 million plant on the Mazda Toyota campus. They say they'll be hiring 650 people. Add in the previous two suppliers. One makes large parts such as bumpers and instrument panels. The other makes seat systems. And there are an estimated 1,400 new jobs coming to the area. And that figure itself is on top of the 4,000 new jobs that Mazda Toyota is expected to employ directly. Now, Mazda Toyota VP Mark Brazil said the way they're working it is so that these suppliers will make parts for both the Toyota vehicles and the Mazda vehicles that the plant makes. YKTA, that newly announced supplier, is already accepting job applications at its website 
at YKTAL.com. The Alabama Historical Commission has confirmed that the last American slave ship has been found, reports AL.com's Howard Kopowitz. It was believed to have been found a couple years ago, but that turned out to be a false alarm. Now they've got their ship. The ship was found in April 2018 near 12 Mile Island in the Mobile Tensaw Delta. Former AL.com and Mobile Press Register reporter Ben Rains was the first to get to it and the first to put a hand on the ship since it was set afire and scuttled after its illegal run. The Clotilda sailed in 1860, and that's 40 years after the slave trade had been banned. The African captives aboard were freed five years later at the end of the Civil War, and some of them settled in the nearby community that's still known as Africatown. Many of their descendants still live there today. Jocelyn Davis is the sixth-generation granddaughter of Charlie Lewis and said she got chills when she found out the ship had been discovered. Quote, I think about the people who came before us who labored and fought and worked so hard. I'm sure people had given up on finding it. It's a wow factor. End quote. Well, thank you all for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, come on by and see us anytime on the internet at AL.com. 